Hello, welcome to Valley Guides, a podcast, my podcast. I'm Greg Dyke, and I'm going to have an episode tonight to talk about course correction. I love the idea of course correction. I've talked before about the middle, the middle ground. You know, everything has a beginning, a middle, and an end. The middle is the important part for me. Beginnings are shorter, ends are shorter, they're easier to practice. The middle is where plans go wrong. It's where things change. It's where you misunderstood. It's where you overestimated, especially how fast things would be or how cheap things would be. It's where you find out you were wrong. So I'm much more concerned about course correction than I am about perfect planning or some kind of magical foresight. Let's talk about why mistakes happen, though. Mistakes happen for only two reasons. Lack of attention or lack of knowledge. Now, Kevin Kelly is a somebody I follow on the internet. I really like him. He, Kevin Kelly talks about attention economy, an attention economy. With money, you can have more clothes, cars, houses. You can have bigger and more exotic vacations. But we're all limited in our time and attention. Maybe with money, you could hire assistants or outsource jobs you don't want to do. But we're all limited in time and attention. We can only pay attention to one thing at a time. If you're paying attention to your phone while driving, you you might have a mistake. We had the knowledge or the skill, but we didn't have the attention. When compliance is important, when it's a matter of life and death, we put processes in place to help control our attention. Mistakes still happen, but we get better through training and tools. I was fortunate enough to join the Air Force as a teenager. I got to ride in the back of cargo planes. The job I had was interesting, but it's off topic for today. For today, what's important is one of the systems in place for pilots while approaching on a landing. The radar would track the plane and verbally tell the pilot if the plane was on track. The voice would continually say, on path, on path, on path, below path, above path. The pilot had continual feedback on his position. It would be too little too late to give the feedback a few minutes later. When it's important, When feedback needs to be immediate and clear, this helps avoid mistakes. The pilot had the knowledge from countless hours of training, but still needed feedback to guide attention. Remember, it's either knowledge or attention, and mistakes happen. Using the analogy for life, we have to also assume the pilot has a destination. We would show up three hours before an 8 a.m. takeoff to plan out a path for the flight. Wasn't a lot of fun to show up at 5 a.m. when you had a 20-minute drive to get there, to sit around for three hours while the pilots did all their work. It was important, of course, but I was a teenager, remember? We knew we were headed. We knew where we were headed. We knew how we would get there. We knew what to do if something went wrong. It was all planned out. Now, if we found ourselves off course during the flight, we didn't return to home base. We simply adjusted the course and continued. Now, in order to correct our course in life, we have to know where we're headed. I'm not talking about a physical destination, of course. I'm talking about what kind of person you want to be. You need a code. We had one in the military. I learned the code when I took POW training. You can look it up on Wikipedia if you want. I don't want to read it to you. It's six statements, though, to help guide your conduct when the situation is uncertain. When you couldn't predict for it or plan for it, you can always have the code. The code lived above circumstances. If we violated the code, it was a reference point we could return to. So do you have a code? 
Ten Commandments, personal credo, maybe just be kind. I don't care what it is, but you need one. Otherwise, you drift. Let me try to bring this down a little bit to the typical day job. I work hard to create a work life that avoids mistakes. I don't mind risks. Risks are important. You have to take risks. But I don't want to commit mistakes that could have been avoided. The first step for me is to document every step of the way. Follow the documentation each time. Update the documentation as needed. It gets a little boring, but it's the only way I've found to avoid mistakes. I call it living documentation. The documentation is alive. It's the idea behind my website subtitle called The Well-Scripted Life. The Well-Scripted Life helps me have the knowledge that I need when and where I need it. It doesn't help to know I need batteries when the lights shut off during a storm. I want to know about the needed batteries when I'm in the store. I have lots of notes on my iPhone. They are geographically specific, if I can talk, or they're time specific. It's a great feature. I even have a note to remind me of the store clerk's name when I walk into my favorite store. So if I'm working on knowledge, how do I work on attention? First, I can limit unnecessary distractions. I can remove apps from my phone, don't watch TV as much, and I don't talk on the phone when it's not comfortable to do so. Second, I set up alarms and schedule tasks. If my wife says, remind me to order dog food, I pass it off to Siri and say, remind me to order dog food and tell it when. The voice prompts on the phone are relatively quick. It works wonders. If I promise to fix something, I just put in a reminder. I don't mind doing it. It's just I forget. Mistakes happen, remember, for attention and knowledge. You want to automate as much as possible. You don't need to be a programmer. You can work wonders with a calendar. I have a calendar called Trigger. And it holds reminders and recurring events. For instance, my furnace filters to be replaced on a recurring basis. I have a link to the Amazon order in the calendar entry. So when it pops up and tells me it's time to order, all I have to do is click. It's ready to roll. I've worked wonders with a Gmail add-on called Streak. Streak's a full-blown CRM and I only use about 5% of it for my personal circle of people. I stay in touch, remind myself to reach out and keep track of what happened last time we talked. I love it. Oh, and by the way, it's free. Scale is also important. Are you slightly off course for today? Are you grossly off for the year or the decade? The correction needs to be gentle and consistent. You cannot make huge corrections. You'll overcorrect. You'll just end up in the ditch. I've read somewhere you can only add about 10% to the current workload or something's going to break. You'll drop something. You need to be able to remove something off your plate if you want to add something on your plate. So, for today's quick little bite, I was just talking about knowledge and attention. We, what can you do to enhance both? I'm very interested in your ideas. It's something I think a lot about, and I can learn from you too. Again, this is Greg Dyke, Valley Guy Podcast. Have a great night.